I don't think so. I didn't. I never watched Friends. Yeah, you know, I you didn't really. Miss I got much. bored. I got bored with it. You know, I watched it when it first came out. But I'm that way with shows. If they run for too long, you. I, I like the ones that come on and. Bye bye. Well, that's what because even like, True Blood got. I used to love True Blood, but it got the too first convoluted. Two or three seasons were great, and then it was. Just, I never even. I was a fan. I read all the books, yeah, but like yeah. I never finished the last season. It just got so and, bad. And, and when when yeah, and when they started, you know, okay, I know this is fiction, but how much can happen? That little Bon Tom. <laughs> You got shapeshifters, werewolves, and fucking fairies. I don't think so. But what also, was True Blood. True Blood. Oh. But they also acted like Shreveport. I mean, they acted like Bon Ton was right around the corner from uh, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. And and it was supposed to be right near Shreveport. Right. I'm like, New Orleans is six hours away right. from Bon Ton, and no one talks like that. No one talks like not in Shreveport. It's my, yeah, it's like East Texas. Yeah, and, and all uh, it is, it's, it's, it's East Texas. But the the woman who wrote it went to Rhodes. I loved those little books. Well, they were good little books. I it, it's like a too. good, like trashy, like take yeah, to the it's, beach, it's, like it's, you it's, know. A, it's a guilty pleasure. Is what yeah. I say. You don't, you know. It's like oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I um, had a thing for Anna Paquin for oh, sure. Think, well, yeah. Well, she, she's well, no, she, you know, she identifies as. Uh, I know. I saw her at the women's march in New she's York not, last couple years ago, and I was like. Yeah, because she's you know married to Bale. Yeah, yeah. In real life, um. So, what do we want to talk about today? Elections coming up. Everyone's nervous. I was, uh, y'all haven't heard me speak yet because I'm sitting here reading uh, the newest episode. What episode? Newest edition of Focus Magazine. Focus Magazine. Oh when's my next, God! When's the next one come out? Um, we just sent it off to the printers, so hopefully in the next week or so. By the time this is posted. So yeah, I'd say early. You know, right the first couple days of November. Hmm. Hopefully, it'll probably come out a little after the podcast. But so we're not recording yet. Yes, we, we are. are. Oh, I thought we were not recording. Was, Y'all been talking about some uh, so glad fucking my, TV show for that. I'm so that. glad my issue was still on the good paper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The idea of putting makeup on my face doesn't entice me these days. Oh, God. Tell me about it. Me and uh, Allison both have beards. Yeah, I'll say the beard is long. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I shaved the, uh, well, gosh, a uh, couple last, well. Three weeks ago we did, right? Well, no, I, when we went over to Bruce's to carve the pumpkins, I shaved that day for what reason? I don't That was know. a week ago. Yeah, so this is a week. Oh, look. Wow, you grow fast. Yeah, it grows fast, and it's all gray. I look like some, uh, um, as they say in England, an old-age pensioner. Uh, I like gray hair. I don't mind it either. It's distinguished. I don't. I mean, I think it looks good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't mind it on other people. I like a man with some gray. I have gray in my beard, but I don't care if the gray's down there either in the pubes. I like that too. Isn't it funny how we we like it on other people, but we are more like we're more judgmental on our own. Of course, I just I don't know if y'all heard me. I dye my beard. It is gray in some spots. Well, you know, I think uh, the same about my crow's feet. I like when I like. Women that are a little bit older and have kind of crow's feet and a little bit of but crepiness. on myself when I see oh, it, no, I'm horrified. No, because we, you know, that's we we want to be uh, immortal and beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember. I think I may have said said this before on uh, uh, on this show. If I did, please forgive me. But uh, uh, being out when I had a grown a goatee and it was really gray, and uh, I was in a local establishment, the pumping station, and. Uh, this little young boy comes out of the bathroom. I'm standing in line waiting to go into the bathroom, and he grabs my belly. Gross. <laughs> Don't ever touch my stomach. Yes, and says, oh, you're <laughs> just a bear. Uh-uh. You're canceled. Who was it? I don't know who he was. I didn't I never. I didn't know. I, well, I didn't even stop. I, I was so traumatized. I had, you know, yes, I'm hairy, <laughs> mm. but I shaved that shit. I'm mm. not a bear. A bear, oh a bear is something you have to sign up for. I haven't signed up no, for I, that. No, I don't mind. You know, bears are nice. It can be fun, but I'm just never thought of myself being one. And and yeah, when you don't self-identify as that and someone else tells because you. Because I grew this. Goatee thing, so uh, guess what? It got shaved like the next damn day. <laughs> as far as far as like crow's feet and stuff on other people, I think that like I do find imperfections on people attractive and almost mm-hmm. and almost sexual. But that's because like 
is something to do with liking someone despite of or because of their flawed nature or something like that. I don't like seeing myself with any sort of flaw I, whatsoever. I oh, I, me, me neither. I um, had a friend many years ago, youngster. Um, he's not young anymore. But anyway, he um, always was very good looking and um, was basically attracted to folks. You would think, you can have anybody you want. Why are you going out with this person? Mm. He just says, I, I, I just... I like a messy face is what he said. I like Aww. a messy face. I like that because I, I feel too. like I am usually attracted to people that. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I guess I just don't, I, I, you know, I like it a little, a little different. Yeah. I guess because you can see beauty if you want to look in the mirror and, you know. I definitely like people who are attractive, but not necessarily traditionally attractive. Like, you know, right, they're kind of. Right. I kind of, I kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like, yeah, I, know what you're, I know what you're saying exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, oftentimes when you find. People that are overly attractive, they have a personality that goes with that kind of idea. Well, you know, here's my thing. Back in the day, I don't know if it's changed now because I don't, you know, I'm not out and about too much anymore. But uh, if somebody was really, really gorgeous, they were crazy as AF. Yeah. I kind of like the crazy ones. I mean, just a little I mean, crazy. I mean, I've known in my experience some very, I mean, absolutely could be soap opera stars, but. Honey, woo, loopy, crazy, not right. Mm-mm, There's girl. something when it's when people are too symmetrical. I'm just I'm like, like, is that mm. just go? Does mental illness go? Does mental illness go with beauty? <laughs> if you half my face on either side and connect it like with a mirror image of the other side, I look like a completely different person. That's why when I take selfies of myself. It's you pivot to a side or something. It's awful how oh. asymmetrical well, you gotta, because you're so used you to seeing pivot. your mirror image. If you're and out you there take a, taking selfies of yourself, make sure you're pivoting to a side. Now listen, I know this. I can't is even probably, remember which side is cuter. There's one that's cuter, and I can't ever remember which one it is. I never, I you're never, not in show business enough, Shelly. I never I found mine. Something. Uh, uh, my as Camille is, says, I don't know how to find my light. No, and oh, I ain't gonna it? find my damn light. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Goldie D. And I'm Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> and we're here with our producer, Shelly. <laughs> and you're listening to Refocus. Oh, the Refocus podcast. Yes, you are. I was going to ask you, you were mentioning about, you know, your face. You have another being on this earth that has very similar features to you, your twin. Mm. twin. Do you, DeVita. Yeah. So do you ever, ever... Um, did you ever... Well, I guess I'm trying to say, did you ever compare yourself to him? Well, yes, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I look, my nose is so much better than his. <laughs> I'm not done it, David. You're when, beautiful. When but. I see him, uh, when I see him, should I just move over? Sorry, we're having my difficulties. Um, <laughs> Testicle difficulties. <laughs> when I see him acting a fool, and I'm sure he does this to me too, but I see him like cutting up or being ridiculous. I see my face on his face. Doing so you're what embarrassed he's doing, for yourself. So I get embarrassed. Mm. Because I can see my face doing it. It is it is true. But also when I see him do something really wonderful and lovely or take a beautiful picture or something, yeah. I also think like, well, I look like that too. <laughs> That's good. That's I love good. his thoughtful Facebook posts. Oh, he's, um, yes. What about my thoughtful Facebook posts? I feel like I don't see yours very often. But whenever I get on, David always has <laughs> Oh, Chelly. You Chelly. in trouble now, girl. I'm not on Facebook. I probably get on Facebook twice a week or something, so not very often. But I usually see David has posted something oh. poetic or thoughtful. You or... have to go to the story. It's all about. He's all about the story now. Oh. All about the story. It's see, my medium now. It's I, the story. I re- thank you for knowing that, Alice in Wonderland. But story, <laughs> the story feature on both Facebook and Instagram, but mainly Instagram, that's my app that I use most often, I just am obsessed with it. And I noticed that uh, uh, if I go like a day and it's like suddenly absent, people will message me and ask me what I've been doing. Really? I'm scared to put anything on the story. I'm scared. I'm, I only put stuff it. on Instagram because uh, I know I can block certain people. So then I, I have it disconnected from Facebook. Because I don't know how to block people on Facebook. My favorite thing about uh, the story. Do you feature, like blocking people, Chelly? I do get a little I, bit of I pleasure love, from I it. I get a thrill yeah. from it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever blocked anybody. When I blocked my last, really? When I blocked my last boyfriend, someone told me that it, it well, upset him. I take and that I got back. So much I, power from that. Blocking is is unfollowing. Blocking or it's not the same thing. No, I unfollowed somebody because they were push, making uh, posts that made no sense whatsoever, uh, co- incoherent. And it was all the time. And every time I opened it, it was just 
every few minutes, and I finally had to unfollow. That's just that for your person. own sanity. You yeah, know? yeah, I yes. couldn't take it, but I didn't. I, I, I don't think I've ever blocked anybody. See, I definitely mute a lot of people, which is that we're still friends. Oh, I, did. Oh, I take but, that back. You know. Oh, I take that back. The the, the, the chasers, the uh, people that see your um, uh, Facebook pictures and think that uh, oh, I'm going to send you a friend request, and then we're going to start chatting. This is uh-huh. a chat site. Mm-hmm. And this guy was from England. And, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, if, if that was his picture, he lived in freaking England. How do I know? <laughs> so he's fine. Oh, thanks. Good. How are you? And then it gets weird and it gets like, like raunchy. Yeah. Or? And then I'm like, uh, then I just like stopped answering. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, I'm not going down that road. You live in England. What the hell? Well, what, what, what? And so he was like, why did you accept my friend request? If you don't want to talk. And then I let him have it. Let me tell you something. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I said, this is not a chat or dating site. And I don't know what you're looking for. Yeah, this is, this is not. Yeah, and um, I'm not, um, I don't know what you got. Was me. it Allison's account or yours? Was, well, I, I just know it was Steve, but mm-hmm. yeah. It was, Allison, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. So I just like, block. Uh, we're going to have to do... Um, a social media class. I'm going to include all you gals in it. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, I get inundated with those types oh, of Oh, yeah. I, I've gotten to where I don't, if I don't know, have more than like 10 friends, I don't. You just. Uh, I don't do it. Sometimes it's fun to have uh, fun with them, but in the general sense, none of them know who you are. None of these people in Memphis know who we are. No, no, no. no, no that's that's very true. It's very true. And But I just think that it was like, what do you think? I mean, there's a whole, um, not knocking it out, there's a whole. Uh, Fetish, I guess you would say, of people oh, that, that yeah, want absolutely. to, uh, they want to chat up a drag queen, <laughs> and you can chat me up, send me some money, and we'll chat up. Right? Here's my Venmo. Here's oh, my cash out. Oh God, there's a song. I don't even know the song. I can't. I guess I shouldn't bring it up. But uh, at the end of the song, it's this lady talking about. I don't know why you all upset and stuff. You know, she talks about. Um, uh, this man, you want to come over and get some pussy? Well, you know what? I want some money. Mm. <laughs> Can we say pussy on this podcast? Absolutely. And so she said, I don't, know, I don't know. I got to find the song. But then she says, and so you can out get your get up in your feelings in the club and you see me with a man. It's that simple. He want pussy. I want money. Mm. What's up with that? Capitalism. She's like, you know, I don't see why you get in your feelings. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of cool, though. Mm-hmm. Mm. You call me up at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, want pussy, I want money. Speaking of the exchange <laughs> of capitalism, the <laughs> elections are next week. <laughs> the, the, top, the sordid topic of politics. <laughs> Have yeah. you already voted? Early voted? Absolutely, I did. I voted last week. Actually, I'm going on election day. I, decided, I had the opportunity to uh, early vote. But I decided, you know what? I want to make a statement and go on election day. I like and, that. And do it because I, I have not done so uh, in years. Usually uh, early vote. Early vote, always. But I thought, you know, and the ballot's not long. No, it was four or five people. So it won't be, usually mm-hmm. with the ballot's like, Democrat, you know, Democrat, you know Democrat. if it's one of those, you know, Shelby County general elections where it's like a million categories, I try to early vote because it takes forever. But um, no, I think I said, I want to go that day. Mm. And walk in front of all those people, and I'm casting my vote for who I want to vote for, and of course we know who that is. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, so since this is getting posted, perhaps the day before election day, or what have you, I know that uh, tensions in the air in general are just pulsing. I don't. We were talking about um, uh. Halloween in the general sense, not. I mean, I don't know if y'all noticed if you've gone to stores recently, but people aren't buying Halloween costumes this year. Oh, no, they're not buying as much. Um, candy's still on the shelves. Candy's still on the shelves. Really? Um, well, a lot of kids. I mean, aren't. people are buying candy, but it's not like before because most people were having big parties, so yeah. they would arbitrarily buy, buy large sums. I always oh, buy or, a bunch or, of candy for the kids. And, and, <laughs> and they never come. It's so weird. <laughs> and now it's very weird of who who is who is actually trick-or-treating or who's not trick-or-treating. Mm. Some people aren't letting their children. Some people say they are. And I just don't know that I would feel comfortable. I'm not going to be home, but I don't think I would feel comfortable. Uh, I would leave home. a bowl out on my Do porch. you think that's going to work? This is Memphis, Tennessee. Yak bowl will be gone with the first time. The first time, baby. 
I know. Man, I, I, no honor and, system and here. And I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, if I was a kid trick or treat and came across a bowl full of Reese's or you something, you wouldn't take the whole no, bowl. Back in the years ago, I don't when, know. In the dark ages, when we used to go trick or treating, people would leave like, and we would just get. We would do that. We would take yeah, a little small handful. A handful. Or a we wouldn't pieces. take everything, but but you know, that, you know. Um, Wally and Beaver were just nice, you know. <laughs> it ain't like that no more. It's a more. different time. And I remember going on the porch one time uh, with the bowl of candy at my mother's house. I was a teenager. Didn't go. Just took the bowl out on the porch with a large porch. And the kids going into the bowl. I'm like, would you back off? They were just like swarming the bowl trying to get the candy. I, I do understand that there's lots of that children are missing in these times that uh, is necessary for their general growth or whatever but halloween something we can skip i mean they'll be okay mm. that'd be all right i mean if it was a storm or something like it they was would a few skip years it ago. anyway i mean a few years ago it was pouring rain on halloween and i mean monsoon and the kids couldn't do anything so there you go what do you do um the same wh- situation it's also gonna be a full moon but it's so a- stay home and do your say well, that's what i'm saying it's gonna be a little bit crazy that but night it does the, suck the energy a, will be nuts it does suck that it's on a saturday night this year and and, and and uh it's usually like in the uh, during week, the week random. and you can't throw down and i mean and and you know usually that's you know Halloween's gay Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the gays love Halloween. We've done so much with it. I love dressing up. I mean, I I, I do admire that this would be one of the first Halloweens ever that I will be dressed uh, with facial hair and pants. And there there was a Facebook a jock strap. Mm. <laughs> pants on a jock strap is what, you, is what you're wearing. You said, or you're not wearing it. Wait, what's your Who costume? Uh, just going as a clown. Oh. Mm. Um. I, there was a Facebook post from a party. It wasn't on Halloween, but it was a Halloween party, like the Saturday before Halloween, a few years ago. And I was working the party mm. uh, uh, as a bartender um, for Pegasus, and uh, it popped up, and I have, and someone said no costumes, and I'm like, okay, let the amateurs have their fun. Uh-huh. We're in costume all the time, honey. I get, and it, I get so <laughs> many messages around this time all, of year. Will you help me? Say, it's help. already started, I and that. I don't want to say because they'll probably listen to this, but someone tech, uh, already, and I'm like, again, why do you wait to the last minute? I cannot help you. Uh, also, uh, I'm not touching anybody's face with makeup this year. That's just not how it works. It wasn't. It wasn't. This was about clothing. Well, I, I like to dress up usually. It's my one night of the year where I can dress up like a man. And yeah. it just is a fun. Oh, you don't do that any other time? You don't do that even in no, role play? No, I don't. But I <laughs> do get a lot of perverse pleasure out of it usually yeah. in Halloween. I mean, that was um, when uh, I think uh, what made Halloween so special for me as a gay man, I, a lot, I mean, as, as a child, I had a costume. There was only two Halloweens probably in my whole existence. I've never worn a costume for something. Mm. And that's a lot. Uh, in my, uh, but um, I think it was, I think we might have touched on this before on Halloween, but I, I think we could uh, dress in drag and go out in public and nobody would bat an eyelash mm-hmm. at us. And they would actually compliment us and say we look good and, uh, we'd always go to Walgreens or Kroger just because it was in public. Well, I don't know if you know this, Chelly. No, I don't care. I'll go any damn where. Screw y'all. But la- <laughs> but uh, uh, last year we did the marker ceremony on the 31st afternoon of the 31st for the uh, first historic gay marker in Memphis uh, at the, at the Evergreen. Theater, yes. <laughs> Marking uh, the 50th yes. anniversary. Uh, no, 51st anniversary uh, when they held the uh, Miss Gay Memphis, Miss Gay mm-hmm. Memphis pageant. Yeah, yeah they had that plaque. Um, but the they plaque used to do it on Halloween yeah. evening yeah. Mm-hmm. because they were in a costume. Everybody was in costume and no big deal. But they were just doing a drag pageant. But to, to round it off what we were saying earlier, Halloween is not as popular this year, whether it's because of COVID or because people have general anxieties about the election happening on Tuesday. I think it's a combination. I mean, um, I've never seen so much tension in a president. This is my 10th presidential election I can vote in. Wow. I have voted in 10 presidential elections. What do you think it's going to happen if Trump wins? Oh. Um, like, what is the mood gonna, it's going, going to, to be? Well, okay, so so here's a question. Here's something for us to I'm Talk trying to about. prepare in case. Uh, so, so there's two options. I think that's good because last four years ago I was not prepared. Me neither. So, it so there's awful. two options. We should go around the room and say what what will you do? We'll do we'll do the worst option for, or the we'll do a negative option first. 
What will you do if Trump wins, Shelley? What's what he'll do that day or that week? Here's the thing. I know that for years, you know, every liberal in the United States has threatened to move to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> if the you know, but I I mean, I have it seems like a consensus among lots of people that I'm friends with. People are seriously considering you know, what becoming expats and getting the fuck out of this country. Jumping ship, yeah. I have friends who have been moved their tender location to France and, and other places, <laughs> and they're literally... Oh, you I can mean, move your location on Tinder without being there? Yes. Well, it was free for a while at the beginning of quarantine. You could move for free. Oh, no. Uh, to a different Ooh. location. But honestly, I think that, like, people are at that point where it's drastic enough to to actually to consider, consider. Mm, Vancouver is looking beautiful is a lovely scene right now. Really I'd get health care and I could marry. Um, yeah, I mean... I makeup to, is better. I have to start Amen. The makeup is better because I don't have all the animal testing rules. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, my God. Oh, so <laughs> the new, the new true. Um, I only use vegan um, makeup oh, and They've got uh, some skincare. lipstick. They've got some uh, whale's blood in it. I'm just joking. I'm joking, but no, they don't have the... Um, they don't have the uh, laws against animal mm. testing that we Where? In Canada. Oh, in Canada. Really? Yeah. You think... Um, they may have changed that by now. This was years ago. I had a very wealthy friend that would get all her... Uh, her husband was Canadian. And they would go... That she is would sketchy. buy all her uh, um, cosmetics when she went to Canada as a family because, oh, it's just so much better. They can put stuff in there. We can't do it. I know, but I feel like I wouldn't want that inside my body. Oh, it's you on should, your body. No, inside your body. No makeup is good for you, Chella. Anyway, um... <laughs> Um, what so is vegan makeup made out of root? I'm just saying beet root? I'm going to have to root. start applying for jobs um, early next year anyway. And if he wins again, I will um, probably be more likely to, to not limit it to just, you know, the I mean, 50 theori- states. Theoretically, if Trump were to win another term, um, that could mean he did three Supreme Court justices. He could do three more he in the next could. coming year. Um, that could completely change the dynamic of uh, this country and et cetera. So I don't know if it's... I think I'd be cuter in another country as well. I always mm-hmm. thought that too. I'd... Accent was, is cuter. You know, we're a little more exotic um, somewhere else. There's a, there's Everybody, a... you get two points in your attractive scale, the 10-point scale, if you have an accent. There's a, there's mm. a, uh, Ask Stevie. I need those two points. <laughs> there's a, a, a Netflix... Show I didn't watch it was called Popular in France. <laughs> yeah, love that. I've not seen it yet. It's a guy. Who's I haven't a, heard of it. He's a he's a comedian in France and he's very big, but he comes to America and he's people are like who the hell are you? Yeah, I don't know you. Well, you, so, probably, you probably would be very popular in another country. I hope so. I th- uh, I want to talk about the Queen's Gambit, which is a new show on <gasps> the chess Netflix. Show, it's right? amazing. I watched all of it yesterday. Oh I my gosh! All... I don't know if I, I can. Yeah, I, I is just... there anything gay in it or no? Uh, is there a gay? Content you can't have it? a show these days and not have something gay in it. It's just not. Uh, thank you. There's some undertones. Perhaps. I mean, it, they'll throw it, and, and I, I don't know if that. I, I I appreciate that they throw gay characters in the show. Gay characters are real. Is it there? Exist. But I mean, but sometimes does it real? This, this doesn't even make any sense. Why? Yeah, it, does, <laughs> it doesn't have a, a gay undertone strongly. I heard it was really good. though. It's really good, but in the end, I, I hope this specific nugget doesn't bother anybody. But in the end. She finds herself in Russia somehow, and she's a big celebrity there. Mm. Oh. Um, and it changes the way she perceives herself a little bit. Mm. So uh, people are perceived in different places. I mean, she's a chess player, but obviously chess in Russia is different. I'm going to start that because you're, oh, the, you're like the third person who's mentioned that I show I watched to it me all today. in one day. It was, it was about eight or nine hours worth of television. It was amazing. Oh, I saw the little preview, didn't I? <laughs> I, th- I think even you would like it. I probably it. would. No, I probably would. You, I you would. would. It's visually very See, stunning. See, I like visual. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a visual person. It, it, uh, it, I bet you are. <laughs> I, it, it, uh, it takes place in the 60s? 60s, I believe it is. I saw, I saw 70s, the preview. Something, you know, I feel like that was the big chess. But, it was. Oh, my God. 60s, 70s. Yes, but it was um, the... The visuals of and what they've done with the period, like, I mean, it's a period mm. piece. It's very good. Oh, I love period. I love costume dramas or anything like that. What will you do, Allison, if uh, <laughs> things were to go to Trump? And- well, I will be very depressed for a long time, but I, I, I don't know what, what, what all other alternative do we have except to work harder on the um, local level to make sure mm. 
that senators and congressmen and representatives are uh, that we um, um, that hold our values um, are elected to office. I guess that's all we can do. Um, I mean, I won't be happy if because there's so much more riding on this than Trump. Yeah, it's it, there's just so much more than than the you know before. Like I said, this is my tenth president that I could vote in uh, election. I could vote in. Uh, there was never. I was you know devastated <clears throat> when uh, we went to bed. Well, we went to bed uh, because we didn't know uh, that Al Gore lost. We didn't know if George Bush had won, and we still didn't really know until December when they did all the. Uh, Supreme Court hanging chads and the recounts and all that stuff. I'm worried that Trump won't leave, um, like that he'll contest the results. But then, you know, I wasn't. De- I mean, okay, we didn't win. Mm. I'm not devastated. George Bush W. Eh, I don't like him, but you know. And then four years later, he won again. He's sounding better nowadays, isn't he? Well, you know what? I look back and say, Georgie, I miss your ass. <laughs> I don't um, miss you at all. I miss you a little we'll bit. keep them painting them uh, veterans. But I'm just like, this time, it's it, it's more of human life. I think human lives are at stake. I mean, more than... Y- y- also, the planet. I mean, the, I, the pla- I, that's what I mean, the planet. I mean, I worry about the actual like I, state of the planet. So I watched... Um, this morning, David Attenborough's newest documentary. Oh, I got Well, you're just watching all sorts of shit. What's today? wrong? I went on a vacation oh, you, for four you, days. That's right. You were on staycation. I was on a staycation. I watched a lot. Oh, of you did like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. This is my. This is my. I'm now you were supposed to go somewhere, didn't you? Yes, and we couldn't because of uh, my boyfriend's dog has cancer. Can't be left alone. The one that ran away. Yes. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. it's a sad situation, Shelley. Yes, it is, but. Um, we couldn't leave because of Memphis, the dog, and so he is a very cute dog. Actually, he was in very good spirits this weekend, too. Aww. It was a lovely weekend that we had, but um, I got towards lots of television, and this morning, uh, when my boyfriend, Jeremy, went back to work, he's working in his uh, second bedroom office thing, like everybody <laughs> else going is. to work, honey. Yeah, really. <laughs> I moved into the living room and watched David Attenborough's... Um, uh, I hear it's amazing. A life on our planet. I love his voice. So it is about David Attenborough, kind of. Okay. It is. I mean, it's about the planet, but it's about. I mean, he's in his nineties. He's been covering. He's an amazing person. He's been covering this issue for uh, since he was in his twenties. Yeah. So for the past seventy odd years, and they went through his life. Decade by decade, and did what the planet was doing while he was um, growing older. See, that's why I've been scared to watch it because I think it's going to make me sad. Well, so then at the end. At the end, they go through what it would be like if he had been born in 2019 instead of 1919, mm. and what a hundred years would look like then. And it's just devastating. It is devastating. It, in ten years, we could lose uh, the ice caps. Mm-hmm. In ten years. In just ten years. That's why something like Trump getting reelected is actually a such a real threat. But not that Joe Biden is honestly that much better well, on no, the environment. I, mean, I think he's like a D. Like, as opposed to an F, as far as but the way he, they rated him. But he's willing to let people in that are I agree. A. I think he's more, like, I think we could have more push with him, like, once he's in office. Why, why do you think, why do you think that it's come down to this is the best we have, Trump and Biden? Why do you think that this is the best we have? Because the middle of the country holds a strong hold on the election cycle. They don't, well, they won't elect a woman. That's apparently, but here's like, a, three, true. but... I, also, the uh, the electoral college system in our country is so fucked up. Three million more people voted for Hillary Clinton. I know. Yeah. And Trump still took office. There's a documentary, and I um, I, I shouldn't say it. It's on Prime, um, and it talks about the electoral college. I don't care. How is Pepper not organic anyway? I, I bought it because it was cheap. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it, there's different ways that Pepper could be unorganic. Could I die. mean, three nineteen for a box of pe- a bottle of Pepper. That's a lot. It was fresh cracked. Oh, I spend money like getting imported peppercorns, like organic imported and from India. So, honey, y'all I got more money. You got sense, man. Pepper is pepper. Well, you know, this podcast is just bringing the money in, baby. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm buying the Kroger brand, okay? I, I sent my whole podcast uh, check on our dinner design. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I'm just like, I just noticed this. I'm like, you paid $3.19 on sale? 
It was a, a woohoo sale. It's I'm organic. Just playing. I'm playing. You know, I mean, pepper can be, I'm sure spices can be. Well, you know, they were a trading device back in mm-hmm. uh, ancient times, you know. And if, if, a bartering if we go device. back to that, my spice cabinet is rich. Okay, but we were talking about the Electoral, yes, electoral College, College documentary. But what I was saying, I was going to say that I believe that the Electoral College is built on like slave owning, like time. Yeah. Like that's when it was created. So it was just kind of like. It was based on some of that. Um, well, so NPR. documentary on that, on uh, Prime, mm. Amazon. NPR also was reporting, has been reporting about the Electoral College for weeks now. Um, and, you know, uh, Several people who have studied like the Constitution and what it was like when our, for our founding fathers have notated that they don't think that the founding fathers or the people who created our election cycle were very good at mathematics. Mm. <laughs> well, no, no, but like, but in all seriousness, I think they were very poor at uh, they they did not they they didn't foresee what we would be doing now mm. and how Absolutely what not. the far reach of that would be now. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that. The only true result would be the popular vote. It should be the popular vote every time now, with the way that our country has been set up. I think it well, hears I mean, the most. I, of my I voices. thought that. I mean, every other, um, if you go around the world, nobody else can understand how the one that got the most vote didn't win. No, I know. I mean, three million more people voted for Hillary Clinton. So that's insane. So if Trump were to win, Allison, you think that you'll what? You'll calm yourself down and. Press forward with life. And I mean, you have to. The, There's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. I mean, you'll work at. The, but you said focus on local stuff. Yeah, focus you know? on making sure that and and do what you can. I mean, on, on, maybe it will make me because um, I've been kind of complacent lately. After ever since the last um, four years ago, um, I was a big Hillary supporter and did what I could to try to get that and sort of took the wind out of my sails. But maybe this will give me oh. renewed strength to if. Hopefully, my strength will be renewed by the win of Joe Biden. But, um, I think it's but, her birthday today, no? It is Hillary's birthday, yes. She's a Scorpio yeah, she's a, queen. Uh, so, right, um, you're right that the uh, election of Trump would be devastating, but the real work happens at the local level. You know, the, uh, the election cycle is very important this year for so many reasons. But one of them, as we know, because we had her on our podcast in February, one of the most important things... Um, for Tennesseans or for us in mm-hmm. Memphis right now or uh, the House of Representatives yep. and uh, how many votes that we have there in the House, the Tennessee House of Representatives. Uh, we uh, we had Jerry Green in February on mm-hmm. our podcast. Was it January? Don't remember, don't care. It was January or February. Yeah. It was right, yeah, right before. Um, she's a dear friend of mine, but um, she has told me that, uh, you know, we need five House seats in uh, the Tennessee House of Representatives to maintain our uh, control of our House rep for the U.S., mm. House Representatives, yeah. uh, Steve Cohen. Mm. They could gerrymander us out. Certainly. Um, Certainly. That comes up for uh, redistricting in the next year, I guess, after they've done the census. Um, and so uh, we could very, very well be gerrymandered out of our lone representative. But what does that mean, gerrymandered out? Uh, they could redistrict us to a way where our vote is less strong. Okay. Well, I saw that there's been a lot of sort of interest um, in in Marquita Bradshaw for Senate. Yeah, yeah. Um, Senate. She won't win, but uh, no, she won't win. And I mean, I, oh, I, did, I voted say. for her. I voted for her as well. And um, I will vote for her. Oh, you don't think she's going to win? Right, no. Who is she? Who is she up against? I couldn't. I don't know. Um, not Marsha Blackburn, but the other one. Uh, uh, yeah, it's Marsha Black. That's is it, Lamar? Let's see. Is, is she having to defend her seat or no? No, I don't think. No, I think I she, that think was. She still has yet, more time. Uh, what's What's the name that we were just saying? It wasn't Lamar Alexander. He's He's quitting, isn't he? Or he quit already. Awful, I don't know. I keep getting text messages from the Bradshaw. um, I mean, I I would love for her to, absolutely, but there is, I don't believe there's any way in this red state that we live in that she's going to take the. uh, I'm trying to find. Yes, it's uh, uh, two, it's Bill Haggerty. He wants to secede. 
Lamar Alexander. Yeah, because Lamar, Lamar. Oh, Lamar Alexander is the spot that she's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the spot in Lamar's. And yeah. is that because he's been in office too long or he's just quit? No, he just quit. He, he just, just retired. No, you can, there's no term limits on Senate. Oh, okay. Uh, he just decided he didn't want to do it again. And I believe. Good, I, goodbye, Lamar. I, I don't... Well, you know, I totally believe that it was because he's not um, the type of Republican that Trump is and mm. he didn't want to deal with it anymore. Mm yeah, Marsha Blackburn is a type. I mean, I remember when uh, uh, Lamar Alexander was governor of Tennessee. He was not the uh, – back then, those many years ago, it didn't seem like the Republicans were such assholes. <laughs> There's definitely like a more of a conservative, like – I mean, know, even today I was flipping channels days. on the radio, and there was this – religious program and they were t- I'm like, why the f are is a religious program talking about politics there's a separation of church and state you've got no business in it well also i think that uh a lot of people find i i don't think any of my um siblings or friends that are uh deeply religious want their um pastor or priest to talk to them about politics oh listen mm. there's a whole bunch of folks out there and and, and you know that think they do what they're their leader says, and they want, yeah, yeah. And then people, people are walking blindlessly, thinking they still think that Trump is God's anointed candidate if to you, be. It blows my mind that you could be a devout Christian or and be behind well, Trump. I mean, he just represents. There's nothing godly. If God about has anointed him. Trump, then there's something wrong with well, God. Well, well, what is that? Uh, someone posted. If you uh, if your if your religion tells you to hate somebody, then you need to get a new religion. Absolutely. Um, so Trump loses, Joe Biden wins. How do you feel, or what is your reaction on Tuesday? I mean, joy. Yeah. You um, yeah. If there wasn't a pandemic right now, the first thing that I would want to do is have a huge gay dance party. Um, <laughs> that would be fun. Which is one of the things I really really miss. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that, like, I think that we've all been dealing, like, you know, I, I, there's a part of me, you know, because Trump got elected in 2016, it was almost, like, kind of woke us up a little bit and kind of lit a fire, at least under my ass a little bit. You know, like, oh, okay, I do need to get more involved. Like, we do need to think about these things more. But I'm a little bit exhausted now, and part of me thinks that if Biden wins, that I actually will, like, you know, put the wind back in my sails yeah. and actually c- – help me continue to do work because it's almost like I feel defeated right now. I feel very like nothing that I do is going to make any sense. So I feel like if, if Trump loses, then I might actually like my mental health, um, might get a little bit better. Um, just the, my outlook on everything, you know, I mean, especially even the pandemic. Like I, I would hope that Biden is going to help us like get through this quicker. Um, I, I did not realize, I, I guess in my <clears throat> euphoria and, Ignorance. I did not realize that once, but I, I should have known that because abortion is always up for debate. That the um, <clears throat> gay marriage act could could be re- revoked, could be taken repealed. away. Yeah, anything is possible. I didn't with Amy Cohen and Barrett, honey. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't even think. I mean, you know, I guess I mean I don't know why it never crossed my mind. Well, it, because it shouldn't cross your mind because things that the Supreme Court decide upon are supposed to be final. Decisions. I mean, I know that, that, like I said, the abortion is still up for. And still, states have the rights to do things. Mm-hmm. And, um, but um, yeah, I didn't realize that. And then, then, and you look at the um, the detrimental situation that we're in with the. Uh, uh, with, of course, we know now that we just found out today that the Senate did confirm Amy. And you know, she went to Rhodes. Yes, I did know that. And um, gross. Um, just it's just scary. Not just for we who are LGBTQA. Or it's just anybody who absolutely has a, 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 a it's anything women in general women uh, anybody that's an underdog is going to be at, at risk mm-hmm. for what they can do to them. It's crazy. It's I mean, scary. Well, I think with her right, it's three against six. Yeah. Right. Is that what? Yes, the, it is. The- it is uh, three liberal justices and six conservative justices. What, Double. What, yeah. what, what will you do on Tuesday if Biden Oh, well, I'll be very happy. I'll be excited. Um, I mean, I, like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm I'll be first to say I'm not an Uncle Joe fan, never have been, mm-hmm. even when he was vice president. I mean, 
I remember when he ran for presidency years ago and didn't get out. Of the, and he I thought, plagiarized. He's kind of nice. I mean, but I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not. It's, 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 he's just not my candidate, but he is the candidate we have to work with, and I will be very happy. I'm particularly uh, thrilled that he's chosen someone such as Kamala. Yeah, I was going to ask you what your thoughts were on Kamala. Uh, well, she wasn't. I wasn't. I, I wasn't pulling for her in the in in the primaries either but mm-hmm. i liked her yeah i mean i was a pete guy from not and not just because but he the man's got some sense he's giving people a run for their money i love his his commentaries on i hope Fox. he runs again oh I, he'll be in the cabinet he will run again um you know he's he gives the folks on fox what for and you know and i love it and they invite him all the time yeah because well i mean and and it's like look look you know I mean, he's definitely smart. He's got sense. I mean, I was a Bernie gal. Yeah. I was Warren and Bernie. Um, but I mean, he's definitely smart. It was, I was, uh, I was Pete, I was Pete, Warren. Mm -hmm. Bernie was somewhere down there. (laughs) (laughs) I just, you know, I just, uh, he, I I don't know. Um, I don't think Bernie was electable. Mm. A lot of people don't. And I hate to say this, and I'm going to sit there and tell you, it's his accent. I'm going to tell you. And it's just like women. You go back in politics forever. Margaret Thatcher, when she was uh, in um, um, contention to be the leader of the Conservative Party in Britain, they sent her to lessons to make her voice deeper and more commanding and not shrill. Because nobody wants to hear some – they don't want to be – you know, harangued by a woman. If you're going to be, you got to be. And so I made her voice deeper. Mm. And, and, and I just think Bernie is a, a little too, uh, when you see those connotations, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying this is how I think people perceive it. When you hear him speak, you think, Oh, that's, that's one of those liberal Yankees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's what the whole world sees because, you know, I think he had some great ideas. Don't get me wrong. Bernie is very smart, and I think things would have worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would have I would have been happy with a Bernie Sanders presidency. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been upset with it. Uh, or anybody. Hell, anybody besides what we got. I'd be, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I think Elizabeth Warren would have been a wonderful president. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, I, think, I think Kamala will be a wonderful president because she will be president one day. I do think so. I mm-hmm. think she will be. I don't think if if she if things don't play out on this level, her name will be there, and she'll be the next. I think she'll be. I think she'll be president. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, and even if I think she may be, if Joe wins and Joe won't be able to complete his term, <laughs> I, I, you know, there's that whole conspiracy. I was heard that that people think that 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 he's going to recruit. Or rec- well, he's recruit. older, you know. He's going to get up there and do the thing, and a little bit while I say, okay, I'm done. Here you go, Kamala. Oh. And it'll happen. And it's every right. What is he, 77? No, he's closer to 80. 78, I think. Yeah, two years will be 82. Mm, well, you know. Oh, well, I mean, there are people that can do things, you know. I, I mean, you know. Um, David Attenborough that did that documentary is 94. You know. Uh, Damn. Queen of England's 94. Mm-hmm. Damn. I, I think the Queen of England's smart. I think oh, she's, she's a Taurus, too, like me. She's very sharp. She's, Jeremy was a Taurus. He is. I like a Taurus Sag um, relationship. <laughs> what What do you stay away from? What signs do you not get along with? Is there one that you can't can't abide? Watch well, us say cancer. <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> get along with I cancer? haven't had good luck with cancer. Um, it's always like um, walk on eggshells a little bit. They're a little moody. These are cancer women. I don't, yeah. you know. Because um, I don't, it's, it's, it's Camille Moody. Yeah, she's Moody. <laughs> no comment. Also, Scorpio. I'm not Moody. Am I Moody? No, I'm never, no, not at all. No, you're not actually. I'm, you know, so I, it depends on the rest of your chart. You probably have other things to balance. Yeah, well, I, I just don't know. think I'm Moody. I don't, uh, uh, do you think that um, um, Ty is Moody? He can be. <laughs> put that in here. Yes, he can. I hope he hears this. Yeah, I think he can. No, I think he can be moody. Well, Goldie, you haven't talked about what you're going to do. Yeah, Goldie. Um, if Trump wins. Oh, Trump wins. Goldie, my ear. <laughs> um, if Trump wins. Gemini. Trump With is a Sagittarius moon. A Gemini. A Gemini. What is Biden? He's Scorpio with a Taurus moon. Mm. 
Oh, does that make um, Kamala as a tourist? I mean, a Scorpio, too. She is? Her birthday was two or three days ago. Okay. Yeah. Kamala. Okay, yeah, she's tourist. Scorpios are, are, your, are your go-to people? No. no. I've, no. Dated, I've dated a few Scorpios, and most of my chart is in Scorpio. Oh. So I sort of get them in a lot of ways, but they're kind of... Mm. <laughs> what do you feel about the Aries? <laughs> Oh, I like an Aries. I, I think that most. I don't of my think chart, I know anybody who's an Aries. I think most of my chart is an Aries. What is Aries? Really? Is that March? Um, that's uh late April, early May. I don't even know anybody who's a Pisces either. What's up with that? Uh, it always makes me want pie. <laughs> I like a Pisces. That's another water I mean, sign. I mean, I guess I just know the ones. I mean, I know Leos. I know Cancers. Ugh, I, know. I always fall for a Leo. Ugh. I know Gemini's. Isn't uh, Ray Rico a Leo? Mm-hmm. I know Gemini's. Yes, he is. I don't think, well, I mean, you don't, Aquarians. Oh, they're weird. Aquarians. <laughs> Aquarians. They're like alien. They're alien people. Aquarians. The Capriciacorns. <laughs> Capricorns. Mm-hmm. Aquarians. That really makes Aquarians. Me Aquarians. Yes, they're Aquarians. I have so many other, ta- I feel like Taurus is sort of like running gangs, so there's like a bunch of us. <laughs> Aren't Taurus is normally pensive? It's just funny that I'm I'm surrounded by lots of other cancers. It's just always have been. really. Always I actually know a lot of Sagittariuses, which is weird, I mean, and a lib- like, a lot of Libras. In my group of friends, I'm Libra rising. I like a Libra. My I'm group of friends, Libra's there's a lot of them. Stevie's a Cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot of my friends are Cancers too. I guess a lot of your friends are my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how dare you! <laughs> I don't uh, even know you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Trump wins, the first thing we will do is stop knowing each other. Now, um, uh, you gonna move to Canada? Yeah. Uh, if oh, Trump, Canada. If, if Trump wins, I think that I, I already feel this way about coronavirus and the way that the world is going. But I don't feel like I did in January and February. Mm. I feel like a different person than then. Um, and I know lots of people do. I don't think I'm alone in that whatsoever. But. Uh, even my twin brother and I were talking about this. Um, we're normally very social people. I don't feel social. Mm. Oh, um, I don't either. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very social. <laughs> we I'm social. We you have a drink and social. Are. Yeah, <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, and usually, uh, Allison and my identity is wrapped up in where we are and who we are and who we are near. Mm. Um, I don't feel that way right now, and I think that if Trump got elected, I would recluse more. Mm-hmm. Um, the world in the last seven or eight months has seemed so cruel and hateful, mm-hmm. with people not willing to wear their mask for their common man, mm-hmm. um, to follow common sense. It seems cold and isolating, and I want less and less to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Even gay people that I know and love that just won't do what they're supposed to or yeah. whatever. And I'm not trying to chastise people constantly or anything like that, but it makes me just want to not be around others. And if Trump were to be elected, I would fear that that would be my end game, would be to just cut more people off and be more alone. Yeah, you're at, you're like instinct is just to kind of retreat. I mean, mm. it's just kind of like... Which if you... um it This is true if you... Um, if you know anything about me closely and you know people that I'm friends with, if we have arguments or something, I will often just, not to say I'll cut people off or anything, but I just usually walk away from friendships if it becomes um, tumultuous. Mm. Um, I could just see myself doing that with a great many more people if Trump got elected. And I'm not saying that's a positive attribute of mine, but that's just what I've always done is if, if it gets really heated, I will just... Back mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you have to protect yourself, I think. And I am one of those sensitive, I am a very sensitive person. And I think that a lot of artsy people are. Mm-hmm. I think that most of my close friends are even Allison. I I am more sensitive than I'm not. And especially, I, which usually works to our benefit. I think I'm usually more sensitive to how the room is being played. Uh I think a good stage performer is very sensitive to other people's emotions and stuff like that. And I, you got to be intuitive to the room. You yes, gotta be, yeah. But I feel you have that a lot of empathy, and and you feel other people's emotions. But and I feel that energy. even when it's not go, 
I feel it like probably, especially when it's not going well, mm-hmm. like the, like a comedian, like me on stage dying on the microphone. I feel it even before someone says it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I would feel it if the room was turning and the world was getting colder, and I would just lock the door and not let anyone else in. Um, but all that to say, and I know I also asked you guys about what would happen if Joe Biden became president. But all all that to say, I'm sitting here with the focus in front of me and the. Uh, issue I have in front of me is about the tiny houses that they're doing for my sister's house. Mm-hmm. And um, this month I joined the board of Hope House. And so I have a lot of obligations still and a lot of people depending on me to do good things. Um, and those things, I guess I'll have to keep doing no matter what. Um you can't totally retreat. There's still yeah. things out in the world to do yeah. and connect with. You know? and, and it's the great work began. Yes. And and what you were saying about it being, becoming more localized and our focus shifting if he were to become president again, uh, Donald Trump, I I look at stuff like this and I still feel very strongly about this no matter – I we're raising uh, – Allison and I are both raising money for my sister's house right now actively. Right. And I still feel very passionate about this project mm-hmm. no matter what's going on in the world. And I guess that wouldn't change. I still very, I still feel so very passionate about trans women being comfortable in their own home and with their own space. Um, if Joe Biden were to become president, I would fear that uh, people would give up on these things just as easily as they would if Donald Trump became president. Mm. If uh, Joe Biden becomes president, we still have two years away from the midterm elections. And uh, the things that really matter to us are happening at the state level anyway. The things that are affecting the three of us at this table happen at the state level. Right, right. Um, And I care very greatly what happens in the White House, but it's not affecting me as deeply as the things happening in the state U.S. House of Representatives. Um, But if Joe Biden becomes president... I think I will bake a cake. <laughs> Let's do that. Have a cake. It is easy to get discouraged in thinking, you know, if Joe, if Biden loses, but there are so many things like this, you know, so many smaller things, things on, on in and Memphis, things in Tennessee that we still have to. There are red about. herrings here. And I think that if uh, you fall into national media, national media is good for us to fall. I mean, I'm not encouraging anybody not to be well-informed voters. Or but you get wrapped citizen. up. You're on Twitter. Or you're on TikTok too long. And you get so wrapped up in this larger Here's, here's thing. a truth about the Supreme Court. Two of the people that he nominated, Neil Gorsuch and um, Brett Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. Uh, different times, it's in the last year that they've been on that court, they voted with the liberal majority. The Amy Coney Barrett, who has some frightening things that she's affiliated with, her votes, as NPR has described them, and I've listened to it, and I just listened to a great interview with Nina Totenberg on Fresh Air. Nina Totenberg's uh, the, what they call the dean of the Supreme Court system, and uh, mm. she's in the media pool. Um, she's also a good friend of RBG's. Um, she said in her interview that she just they just posted a couple days ago, she said, Amy Coney Barrett didn't vote all the time the way people are construing her to have voted. Um, she's not she's a very conservative voter and she will continue to be a conservative voter, but she hasn't always voted the way people think she is and even on abortion rights, she hasn't always voted the way people think that she would. She has voted to uphold precedent a couple times. Um, and then we have Chief Justice who uh voted to uphold precedent uh, in abortion rights just recently this year. And so I d- the Supreme Court will work itself out, and I do think that they'll probably figure something out for that so it won't be a, a conservative majority forever. But we have problems here at the local level that we're continuing to ignore. And the national politics distract us and give us comfort. They either, either give us dismay or they give us comfort, but neither one of them are affecting us as directly as um, our local politics are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish, and uh, in November, hopefully we'll have Tori Harris who agreed to be in our November episode, but uh, I hope that we continue to interview people at the local level and politics is very important. Uh, it's the most important to us. I think it has been easy for us to 
um, catastrophize things. I feel like we've all got swept up in that. I have too. And, and, you know, I think sometimes you think things are worse than they are because you get swept up, you know, like I said, on Twitter or other kind of social media and people are just freaked out. And I don't think it's quite as dire you know, I mean, it can be for sure. That's not a reason to say, "Oh, it's fine," and if not we, do anything. If we but don't, it's if we don't know. distribute a call to action to people, like in the way that you're describing, I do see that it doesn't get it. Work doesn't get done. Mm-hmm. But but I wish that we could do the same thing at a county level, or right? Whatever. Do you guys think that this election has in, has in, in excited? The voting process in, in younger people more than oh people. absolutely uh, I think actually what they're saying is something like eighteen to twenty two year olds are more mobilized than they've ever been because mm-hmm. four years ago they didn't really care they I mean they didn't care they weren't that um, in tune or they didn't uh, vote as much and I think that the um, events of the last four years have made people wake up and say this is they're the ones who have to deal with the repercussions of what happened. Well did y'all think I didn't think Donald Trump was gonna win four years ago. No, 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 no. no. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, was, and so it, I think that was kind of the thing that no never, one thought he was actually gonna it was win. Never in my capacity to deal and with And also that. we had we uh love him or hate him, but the social media platforms are doing a better job at misinformation handling. Uh TikTok just banned QAnon, uh Facebook and Twitter have mm-hmm. done similar things but not exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were not prepared for it last last time. We weren't prepared for we weren't prepared for interference from other countries. We weren't prepared for general misinformation, even localized. I think that uh, you know uh, when Donald Trump won the election last year, I mean last time, uh, they did a look at what other countries do to curb misinformation. Mm-hmm. And places like Sweden and uh, some of the Slavic countries, they pass out pamphlets. They do classes about it in schools uh, where you can get valuable information because they've been inundated from Russia before mm. or from whoever before. They've dealt with it before we have. Uh, the U.S. election system has been upheld for so many years as this like gold standard and we've never had to deal with stuff like this before. But other countries that have, you, they, they have less of this problem because they inform us that there is misinformation. Well, now it's just about who has the money to place whatever ad on the social platform. Now, I, I think they are a lot yes. more strict this time around. They they're, are. Doing a, they're doing more. Um, I mean, I was hoping that Trump was going to succumb to COVID, but... Yeah, he didn't... didn't. So lucky, didn't I didn't want him. I'm not saying I want him to die, but um, it would have been nice for him no to actually. <laughs> it would be nice for him to actually have some consequences and actually get well, sick or something from it. But clearly, he had access to health care that no one else can. Um, oh, of course, the kind of right. like experimental treatments that he was he, able to exactly. get from uh, fetal, fetal tissue. Fetal yes, fetal. yes exactly. exactly. What I use on my face. But, uh, <laughs> Lucky girl. Just joking. That's from Canada. I had a, yes. I had a friend one time ask about, what in the world? You, look, you don't have any? I said, well, you know. Uh, <laughs> I have to do something with those things at Planned Parenthood. <laughs> don't put that into those gross. Oh, uh, Planned Parenthood does many, many things for many, many women and no, men. I, and I, men. I, I had a, a relative... Not tell me, but tell my sister that because my sister's a Democrat. Mm. Apparently, she's raised three children that are not, and we don't understand how that happened. So, mm. I understand the the redneck boy, but uh, the two other people, the daughters, I guess, go along with their husbands. But and uh, the question came up. Well, I understand. Uh, why I was voting for Biden? Yeah, he's voting for the gay people, and it's not just the. No, I'm like that. Yeah, well, I'm going. Well, well, wouldn't you? I mean, when your life and your uh, love and your whole everything you hold sacred is not at jeopardy, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it. Yes, I'm going to vote for that person yeah, you have that the supports. Yeah. yeah, you had that privilege. You don't have to worry about you know to say, oh, guess what? Your marriage is overturned. It's not legal anymore. Uh, it just boggles my brain. Uh, but I'm also. Not just that. I vote for decency. There's a return to mm-hmm. dignity to the to the office of presidency, which we don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he absolutely. I mean, I know I didn't even watch it the whole interview, but I know he just had a meltdown and freaked out in the interview. The other who he's an idiot. <laughs> he's unstable. 
You know, we used to, um, we used to, four years ago, there was this idea that people would idolize people like Trump who didn't do things the way politicians normally do things. He, he... Uh, oh, it would have been, he, they would have been appalled by it. But I appreciate that politicians are held to a certain standard and have to do things mm-hmm. a certain way. Oh, I think they should be. Uh, like when you're when they're in an interview, like he, so he, the one you're talking about, he left the sixty minutes interview. So when you're in an interview with um, people and they ask you a question that makes you uncomfortable, you have to find a way out of that 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 makes you appear like you are being transparent yet. Um, uh, not saying what you're not supposed to say, except, I mean, yeah, you have to dance around a little bit when you're a politician yeah. because that's part of your job. And I don't, I don't think I love the idea that we love that there is some uh, guy that will just stand up and yell at someone when he doesn't like his way and, and leave. Or just interrupt him or act like a fucking caveman. Like. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. So Joe Biden in the first debate, and I also will say that I'm not a humongous Joe Biden fan. Agreed. Agreed. Um, he's all right. Um, He's what we got. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. In the first debate, though, at least he tried to hold some kind of decorum. I don't. So say you you so say Donald Trump and Joe Biden were both um, CPAs or whoever you were going to to control your finances, mm-hmm. and you had to choose one of them to uh, basically determine how you were going to navigate your. Uh, life for the next 10 years or so. There's no way in hell... I smell this. There's no way in hell that you would choose the, the one that's standing up and screaming and, and, and making some kind of barbaric... Like, you would always choose the more well-mannered, calmer influence to help you control your life. Absolutely. And there's no way that Donald Trump is... Uh, Represents the best of us. That's what we all like, and that's what so many people miss about Obama that he was, you know, a well spoken, oh. civilized person that, civilized. you know, had to, you know, yeah. I mean, the kind of decorum Educated. that you want in a, in a president. I mean, I mean, not embarrassing us at a global scale. No, I mean, I, I saw, mean, a, I, like I said, I, I, I see these things and I don't get the whole picture. I don't get, but I just know that the rest of the, they did a poll on the, what the rest of the world perceives Americans, the Amer- Americans, uh, the government, they all think we, it's terrible. Most of the country world thinks we are not. Um, but and in years past, it's been you know ninety percent. Oh, the Americans are doing a wonderful job. Blah 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 blah. Now it's like, mm, eh, eh. Well, I. I I hope that um, if and when Joe Biden wins, that you guys all out there um, uh, take a minute, celebrate if that's what you need to, but don't get complacent. Oh, don't get mm-hmm. complacent. And I hope that if Donald Trump wins, you people out there take a minute, mourn if you have to, and then don't get complacent. <laughs> get busy. I mean, the, the fact is, is that Donald Trump uh, has ignited something in two parts of the country. In one part, he has ignited people who feel that they can say and do the things that they've always wanted to say and do, no matter how it makes other people feel. That's true. Um, and and uh, it has ignited this small, small minority of people, uh, and they are being louder than they've ever been before. But on the other hand, it's also ignited, I think, that a lot of people who have just been kind of hoping that things would work out and not being very active members of society. And I hope that they continue to be active members of society. We have a lot of work to do in the next four exactly. years. Exactly. Regardless. Exactly. We certainly, certainly do. Oh, we've been heavy this this. Uh, we have episode, been heavy, even though my brain is starting to feel light. Uh, is, that the, the, is that the River Set Rye? That's the River Set Rye that oh, I've been drinking. A local beverage here in Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> River Set Rye. I'm on my third bourbon. glass. Oh, I only did two fingers. Oh, God. And then they say two fingers of bourbon. Wouldn't they be? Maybe they'll advertise with us in the future. Two fingers of bourbon is something else, I think. 
<laughs> I think two fingers mean a whole lot different to you, Goldie. Four, five, three. What about three fingers? Oh, how about my whole arms up there? Oh, boy, boy. It's a horror movie. Oh, no, no. And I'm, not, I'm not saying that about you, my love. I'm just saying... How many fingers? <laughs> oh, God. What are you dressing up for as Halloween? Oh, Cruella DeVille. I you? have to do that. I mean, oh, oops. that would be cute. Mm-hmm. Did y'all, were y'all able to see um, all the video that we got from the, the Focus Awards? Um, we saw the Focus Awards. I thought it would look, y'all, oh, yeah. y'all were great. No, I, 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 I didn't tell. Ever, I thought Savannah edited we it really well. We have to about that. We have to talk about that. Yes. Oh, that, oh yes. And the, the, uh, she did an amazing job. Savannah Bearding, you did a wonderful job with the Focus Awards. She always does. Except she showed me falling on the skates and the outtakes. I, I absolutely know. enjoyed outtakes? it. outtakes? Mm. The, when the credits rolled, it was me falling yeah, I on saw the that. skates. Oh, was, that, was there any outtakes that I need to go watch of myself? I don't think so. It was mainly me and Layla falling. And As I said... Uh, Goldie's ass was prominent in the uh, video. Well. Thank you, everyone. Thank <laughs> you for noticing. It was very prominent. I I um, don't remember filming some of that actually. I don't really, know. I remember all. I wasn't of really it. drunk or anything, but I just it, it went, went by, fast. Yeah, it went, went by fast, yeah. quickly. It was very good, and I thought it was very. Oh no, I loved it. I thought it was wonderful. I loved my whole little. I'll take you to Wonderland. Mm. <laughs> We had fun filming it. It was a fun time. It was a lovely break from uh, the pandemic uh, uh, rhetoric, I guess you would say, to uh, actually go do something yeah, and, and watch, see people. Watching it made me feel a little homey, too. It was nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though we were distant as much. Or when we, I, I just think it was, uh, it was a good thing, and it was a fun time. And uh, I think they did a wonderful job, Savannah, Rico. Mm-hmm. It was lovely. Next year, I hope to be nominated again. And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I wonder if they'll uh, keep the format. The format was a lot shorter this time with less awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was only three. Yeah, and there were new awards that yeah. we've never seen before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- yeah, I think we're just kind of streamlined, kind of trying some new things out. So maybe some of that will carry forward um, into the. You know, hopefully we'll have a physical event. Again. I hope so. But you know, I don't I know do. with, with the way things are going. I, you know, you worry, but hopefully by next August. Um, I mean, I worry also about what 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 does uh, what do you think is going to happen? I know we're probably trying to wrap up with, with Thanksgiving and, and 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 holidays with the COVID yeah. situation. Well, if you want to hear how we handle Thanksgiving, tune in next month. <laughs> That's to right. our about Thanksgiving. Uh, Something to keep you uh, sitting on pins and needles. Uh, and we <laughs> promise that one will be. Uh, all uh, happy, no politics. Uh, until next time, I'm Goldie D. Shelly Bowman. And you've been listening to Refocus. <laughs> Focus is brought to you by Focus Mid-South Magazine. Episodes are hosted by Goldie D. and Allison Wonderland. Music for this episode is Summer Swing by Sasha Ende. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher.